but my brain is just turning off. I think <laughs> I'm just you're just too aroused. Yeah, no, I I, <laughs> I would think, but all the blood's in my penis right now. <laughs> they say home is where the heart is, so I wonder why your motherfucker always feeling heartless. Hmm. We're gonna start the episode off with the Kylie on. <laughs> Recording in progress. Hmm. Uh, welcome, welcome to another episode of Doubly Negative. As always, I'm Chris here with my friend Kyle. Kyle, how are you? Uh, sleepy. He's sleepy. But if you're watching on the YouTube, which we have been updating, but we just came up with a game plan, so now we will be. You'll see Kyle is in a new place. Where'd you move, Kyle? Outside. Out of that boring, boring place that you lived before. I was thinking, if we're going to talk about this, I think we should make a truce for at least like five minutes. We can't. No, no boring. Yeah, talk. no boring sleeping Indonesia jokes. Okay, I'm glad I got it out of the way then. Yeah, just like a five minute truce. Okay. Uh, yeah, so I, I think I spoke about it in the last podcast, but uh, Tika and I decided to leave Bali for a little bit and we headed to a bigger, less developed island called Sumba. So that's where I am now. I do want you to know, I, I really wanted to like do like throw a snore in there. <laughs> like so bad, too. but I didn't, but I didn't. Um, it's so hard not to. So how was the move? One, because moving sucks, but for you, it might be a little different. You don't really bring much around with you, right? It's just kind of clothes and. Um, actually, I moved places the day of or the day before we moved here too. So uh, I would have loved to have kept the place with most of my stuff in it as we traveled, but uh, they raised the price of my place dramatically. Um, so actually I moved my stuff into Tika's. So there was a full move then, which, yeah, yeah I don't have too much stuff, but it, it's always still, rough. Moving anything yeah. sucks. If there's one piece of furniture, it's like, well, this is going to be awful. And then uh, we, she bought us a couple backpacks, really like big traveler's backpacks. I don't know. Um, filled those up and then left. And it was like uh, an hour and a half on the plane. And then we got here and oh, it's, it's pretty minimal, but still um, I'm pretty weak. And these types of things exhaust me. Uh, so, so yeah, it was a little rough. And then actually when we got here, we hadn't picked out a place and we, we didn't know how long we're staying either. So we're thinking we should get a nice place. Um, and we're hoping for Wi-Fi. That was very important because I'm going to, I'm going to work here. So we actually got a, like a temporary hotel right near the airport, um, which is okay, but we didn't really want to stay there very long. And then we had a, a, a kind of a friend of a friend um, show us around. We, we rented a bike and then we were looking for a nicer place to stay. And it was kind of brutal because this is one of those places where the locals idea of what is near does not match ours. I think the same thing happens in Rhode Island versus like bigger States. Yeah. I tell you know people I commute 40 minutes and like, dude. And I always just say in California, that's five hours. So I'm okay. Exactly. Yeah. So this guy was the one that was kind of picking out places and showing them to us. And we go, you know, where is it? And he goes, oh, it's, it's Dakot, Dakot Sekali, which means like really close. And we're like, okay, 40 minutes later, we're at this place. <laughs> and then we see it 
and it fucking sucks. <laughs> and Awful. It's just, 40 it's minute drive like, for track. <laughs> no Wi-Fi or like just bare bones room. And actually the prices here are not so good compared to Bali. We were kind of surprised. We expected the place to be like, it's underdeveloped. So we thought it's going to be really cheap. Yeah. In some ways, yes. In some ways, no. So we, we rinsed and repeated that process a few times. Ended up driving. I, I don't know. It must have been. It must have been 60 or 70 miles on the bike that day. Um, just driving around to different places. And the thing was, none of them matched our first requirement, which was Wi-Fi. So we, we kind of had to change our standards. And then we were really confused because a couple of the places have, are pretty decent, but they just don't have Wi-Fi. Wi-Fi is impossible here. Um, so I'm just, I'm just kind of bitching about it. But uh, first world problem. But we did find a place. Sorry. First world problems. The Wi-Fi is impossible out here. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. So <laughs> in the end, we found a, a very nice place. I'm very happy with it here. Um, but there's no Wi-Fi. So we had to solve that, which was actually fairly easy. We just switched uh, cell phone providers, got new SIM cards and prepaid for a shit ton of data. I'm sure we'll have to refill it, but uh, it's pretty cheap. It's like 10 bucks for 43 gigabytes. I don't know if anyone knows. Oh, those numbers, that's not but... bad. That's not bad. Yeah. Um, it does. You say it's easy, but for guys like us who always talk about hating having to do things, switching cell phone carriers, prepaying for data, sounds like something you were miserable through. <laughs> you know me, Chris. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. Did, so I guess that leads me to this question. You and Tika be moving in. For the first time, like we talked about this last podcast, you're starting off on a pretty bad foot because a lot of it's just super inconvenient. Did that lead to any strain in the in the process of finding uh, a place? Um, not really. Yeah, it's a little bit of a personal um, question, but I figured, why not? No, it's okay. I'll I'll say stuff. Um, no, it, it is uh, as you said, guys like us. Is rough so I, I definitely went through some periods of very low energy very low mood but she's really um accommodating to that type of thing she doesn't really make me do anything she won't complain if i don't want to do anything so she's pretty much ready to do stuff or just let me not do stuff um so it didn't really lead to any strife or if that's the word um yeah it was okay that's good. I feel like that's the sign of a, a strong relationship. One of the signs. Um, being able to go through really annoying shit together and not take it out on each other. We had a moment yesterday. Yeah. But we resolved it pretty quick. It's bound to happen. Yeah. Tensions are high. Everyone's aggravated. You're all doing stuff that's not pleasant. Moving, driving all over the fucking place, not being able to find a house. It's stressful. Well, I'll get back to this one in a second. I won't explain in a moment, but I'll, I'll, I'll tell you the circumstances. But what was I going to say? I, I might have lost it. Okay, so yesterday, what led up to the moment was, so we're going to these, um, basically, Sumba is a very under, uh, underdeveloped place, but they have a lot of natural beauty. Um, because it's a lot of waterfalls. Exactly. Until someone yeah, comes in and ruins it and builds Exactly, because part of it is like there's a beach in front of me right now. It's a beautiful beach. I went for a run on it yesterday. I didn't see a single other human. 
the whole time. Uh, it's kind of crazy. Um, Does that kind of like, um, I don't know, distance from civilization worry you at all? I feel like I would kind of get anxiety a little bit on and off personally. Yesterday, dude, um, probably not exactly in the way you're talking about, but yesterday. So we wanted to go to this lagoon, um, which what's, what is a lagoon exactly? Do you know? I think it's just water in an area. But what makes a lagoon not a pond or a lake? It might be because I think that's what this is. It was kind of like a quarryish lake in the middle of a a big rock. Lake. That sounds right. But I think it has water feeding into it from the ocean. That might be why it's a lagoon. I'm not sure. Okay, so story time. Yep. A lagoon is a stretch of salt water separated from the sea by a low sandbank or coral reef. Sandbank or coral reef. So pretty spot on. Okay, so I guess this was a lagoon, but even more enclosed than you'd imagine. It's kind of like, it looks like a quarry, but um, really beautiful in the pictures, and we decided to go there. So I mentioned before that I'm, we're riding a bike, and um, I've got a solid base of experience on a motorbike, which is just, a, it's an automatic, you call it a scooter in the States. Um, I'm decent on them, but uh, and this is one of those very cliche things you'll hear about a lot, but it's never really happened to me this bad. The GPS... Chris tells us to go one way and uh, it turned out to be some sort of a shortcut because the main way probably added about 20 kilometers. I don't know, uh, like 10, 15 miles. And this way had us go up another road. And then it told us to take a right down this kind of dirt ish looking path. And I, I looked at it and I said, okay, how long are we going to be on this for? Uh, Cause Tika's navigating. It's like, uh, just, just one kilometer. I'm like, okay. Now the dirt turns into like dirt, but the worst, strongest rocks just jutting up from the ground. So it's just rocks. You're just off-roading. It's crazy that the GPS even constituted that as a road. Yes. And there would be like stretches of that for, I don't know, 100 yards, and then it would get a little smoother. And then there would be another stretch of that. And as I'm going over those rocks, I'm just thinking, how are these tires handling this? This is not a dirt bike. Yeah. It's a fucking, it's a little scooter. scooter. <laughs> yeah. And I'm just like, as we're going deeper and deeper, because you know, you already know what happened, right? Um, no spoiler alert, but one kilometer was not the end. We no. got one kilometer and then it was another two. And I even said to Tika, I'm like, is this going to turn into another fucking? And she's like, no, no, no. And yes, it did. It's happened like three times. We ended up going probably about three miles through this shit and uh i was just having a lot of stress and anxiety first of all because it's like physically it's stressful but also really uncomfortable going up and down over those rocks we could fall at any moment yeah yeah it's just you're not stable whatsoever you're on a a scooter it's not like it has four wheels where you can kind of just be like oh this sucks it's like okay i hit something the wrong way i'm done Yes. And I'm just, I just kept thinking, I don't know how these tires are handling it and they're not going to. And I just, I really expected the scooter to have some sort of problem. And then we're fucked because we'd be miles from the main road. And even on the main road, like I said, this place is, it's not a city at all. So we, we'd have to walk miles to get help and it would be, yeah. So I had a lot of anxiety during that. That was stressful. And then um, turning off of that road was like, hallelujah because we ended up on this 
paved road. Beautiful. You can yeah. go fast on it. What a sense of relief. So nice. And I said, we're not going back that way. And we didn't. Um, we got to the lagoon and it is beautiful. But unfortunately, I think it's what you would call a tourist trap. Do you have any conception of what that is? Yeah, it's like, oh, go here. It's a great spot. And then they're there and they just try to swindle cash out of you. Bingo. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it's really beautiful, but the locals are, I'm just going to say, it, they're awful. And um, this experience kind of led me to make a distinction in my mind because I was kind of going through it and we, because we, we met some awesome locals, of course. And then I was like, what, what's the difference? You know, when people go to these places and they, and they, they don't like the people, is that them being prejudiced in some way or, or what is it exactly? And I came to understand they're not treating you normally. They're not treating you like people. Yeah. Because they see dollar signs when you, when you walk up It you see this a lot more in countries that don't have, you know, job availability, like any Island you visit, there's always someone there like, Hey, you know, cab ride 60 bucks. That's it. And then it's like, Oh, it's actually $150 American. Whoops. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So the second, yeah, the second we step foot on the perimeter of the lagoon, there's got to be like probably 20 young boys, like 10 or 11 or younger. And they will just follow you and incessantly say, photo, photo, mister, mister, photo, photo. And, and they are offering to take pictures of you at the different spots. Yeah. And at first I was kind of polite, said, no, thank you. No, it's okay. Later on, I was just saying, no, please go. We want to be alone. Yeah. It doesn't matter. They're not going to no. leave you alone. I and, get really um, mean with those people. Really mean. If they keep trying I, to just sucker me out of money. Michelle has to like, be like, hey, calm down. I probably could have been meaner, but I, I don't think it would have mattered. Um, oh, no. You could have threatened them. There would have been like just one picture. Yeah. There was one kid... Um, I was definitely being clearly not into what he was doing. And he kept making these sounds like, and I thought it was towards me at first, but then I realized he might just have some sort of tooth problem or something. Yeah. <laughs> just a little aside there. Yeah. Um, Are you growling so anyway, at me? He's like, no, my tooth is yeah, rotten. That's what it sounded like. No, my tooth is rotten, dude. Take your white privilege <laughs> and you get the hell out. Because there's definitely an overlap where they understand some English. And I said something like, damn, these, these kids are the mafia. Because I was thinking they're like, they're organized crime. Just like, yeah. Like, if, if this kid's not going to get us, it's these other kids. And, and they kept saying, mafia, mafia. And they're like, kind of like, I couldn't tell if it was like sarcastic or I, I don't know. Anyway, it was just not comfortable. And, and basically, the perimeter is where you get all the nice pictures because you're up above, you can see the sea, you can see the lagoon, all the shit. So we're trying to like stop for pictures and stuff, but they're just hounding us, saying shit. Coconut, coconut, photo, like, ah, fuck off. I would have thrown them right um, off the top of the quarry into the into the lagoon. See you, dude. Camera's broken. I now what are you gonna to do? See that. <laughs> Bye. Well, that's the funny thing too. They don't have cameras. They're they're gonna take pictures with our phones. So yeah. they're providing no service. <laughs> Nothing whatsoever. They need to borrow your equipment. But like you said, it's, it's exactly like you said. And I ended up thinking about this later. It's like, you got to feel for them too, because yeah. they've found that this is the source of money. This 
is how you get money over here. You go to this spot, you do this, and you will make money sometimes. And it's probably way better than any other opportunities they have. So it's like, I get it. Yeah. It's, it's fucking awful, but I get it. Yeah, I kind of had that realization after one of the times, I believe we were on a cruise, but I was mean to one of those people because they wouldn't leave us alone. And then, you know, typical, oh, I blew up and I shouldn't have acted that way you have that like thought process of, well, you know, they're doing it because of this. And you finally like analyze the situation and you come to the conclusion that you're a dick. What happened? I don't remember specifically. I just remember they wouldn't like leave us alone. We got off the boat and we were walking towards, I don't even remember. I don't even remember what Island, but this guy just kept following us, like slapping like whatever brochure he had in his hand. And we're like, no dude, we're good. And he just kept coming. And by the third time, I was like, dude, leave us the fuck alone. Like, we're good. I'm going to lose it. I gave him one of those, like, stern, don't, just stop. And then Michelle's like, oh, come down, come down. And then you have that uh, reflection. And you realize, man, they're doing that. They don't want to be doing that. Oh, I think that's all right, man. I think that's a... That's that's one gear up from where I went because I was still super like polite and I hate confrontation apparently more than you do because I couldn't get to that gear. I was just more like, no, please. Well, I guess it's the same thing, but I just didn't. It, it feels like you went a little bit higher. I wish I could have gone there because I, I think it's totally justified. Probably a little more sternness in my voice and like a look of totally justified. That's man. It. You, yeah, they're 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 in your personal space, like. They would, they would do the same thing to other people doing the same thing to them. That's just like a human right to not have yourself harassed. <laughs> yeah, just to not be constantly harassed after saying no, no, no. Yeah. No means no, goddammit. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, we do the perimeter, and then there's, there's a jump. There's a decent jump. It's like, I don't know, maybe 20 feet, and I wanted to do that. And Tika did too, and we wanted to swim. But the problem is, Chris... We got our stuff. We got uh, we got our clothes, of course, and then we got a little fanny pack with, uh, I don't know, a couple hundred bucks in it, maybe. And you have a scooter. Yep. Got keys. Yep. You're pretty Phones. much saying, here's your getaway vehicle. We're yep. going to leave our stuff here. If you need to get away, yep. you turn the ignition, and then this thing goes, man. Yep. So, um, yeah, back to the Tika and I. And also simultaneously, this whole situation, as we're walking around, these kids are bothering us. Both of us are very polite and non-confrontational. So we're both getting annoyed, but not really talking to each other, kind of just enduring the situation. Then we get down to the lagoon and we both want to swim. And uh, I'm trying to talk to her. I'm like, should we put our stuff over there away from the people where we can kind of see it while we're swimming? And she's like, no, we can just leave it with these people. And I'm like, Really? And then I'm like thinking, am I being, am I being prejudiced? Because she's Indonesian. These people are Indonesian. Maybe all Indonesian people are nice. And I'm thinking, no. It's the situation. People... <laughs> yeah. It's the situation. Yeah. They're begging and, and, me for and, money. They're harassing me yeah. to do something so they can get a couple quick bucks. We're just leaving a couple quick bucks right here. They don't know us. Exactly. Especially if. I mean, I don't, I don't know how different people's morality works, but I think yeah. it makes it makes perfect sense. It's common sense that if they perceive you as having been stingy or slighted them in some way, they can justify it easier. That's just how my mind was kind of working. But yeah, 
but there's this really old guy who's playing guitar who uh, who's it was, it was nice and he told her that um nobody will steal anything because they'll go to jail and that's what she said to me she's like no our stuff is fine because he said that and i'm like uh that's not really enough for me <laughs> but okay not convinced and, with the response time given yeah. where you are <laughs> good point yes yes yeah yeah but anyway, all of that is just like our communication was kind of failing. And, and we, we just we just had a moment later on. But uh, it, the whole thing was a tourist trap. And it was a beautiful place. I got some decent pictures, but frustrating. Yeah. Do you think you're going to run into a lot of those tourist trappy places while you're there? I feel like it's going to be hard not to in a place that is underdeveloped with not a lot of job opportunity. Well... Yeah. Yeah. So and it was interesting too, because we had a sharp contrast with the other day when we went to the waterfall, which could have been very similar, um, much less developed than the lagoon was like, they, they even paved the lagoon with concrete in some places because they figured it out. They can make money there. Yeah. The waterfall, when we drove up to it, there, there's like one waterfall, but it's not the waterfall. It's just, it's just like where people wash their clothes. And we're walking and, and we see like some stalls with food. And then all these local people, you know, their eyes are on us. And these little kids are saying, you want to go to the waterfall? We'll take you. And the first instinct was the same. It's like, no, but actually we don't know where the waterfall is. And this little girl, she's probably 11 or 12, kind of took the charge and she was it's funny how this is another situation where I have t- trouble understanding in my own mind why exactly she was different, but she was. She was, there was not this needy, desperate, aggressive air to her. She was like cheerful and helpful in, in, in energy, I guess. Yeah. And she just said, no, let's go. Let's go to the waterfall. And she had these other little kids in front of her. And she's just kind of taking us there. And she never asked for anything. She's singing songs as we're walking through the rice fields. And um, yeah, we finally get to the waterfall. It's beautiful. And she was like helping us out. But doing the same thing, but in such a different way. And in the, in the way she did it was, and I ended up saying this to Tika. I'm like, I don't know if she actually doesn't want anything from us or if she's just actually really smart. Maybe she's really smart and really good at this already because I want to give her money. That's you just um, overanalyzing the whole situation. It could have just been a girl being really sweet and happy to see some people to go show off their their waterfall. Absolutely could have been. Um, yeah. But I, Did she end up asking you for money? We just gave her money. And uh, Tika said she was a little bit surprised, but she took it. And yeah, just totally different experience, even though it was basically the same thing, if you think about it. Kind of weird. Yeah. And you know what I think? My other thought is if you wanted to go jump or like swim, you wouldn't be as concerned with them with leaving your stuff around because the whole situation was different. The situation, the energy of the situation, the not hounding, the genuine want to help. There's no genuine want to help by chasing you around saying, photo, can I take a photo with your phone? This is just a, hey, the waterfall's over here. Not mentioning money, just saying, hey, let me take you there. Once again, Chris, you... You know my next, the thing I'm going to say next when you get to it. You, you have a talent with that. You really do. Reading your mind. 
what most people do here, most travelers, tourists, is that they'll get guides for places like this. And um, we're kind of the same, whereas we don't want to be stuck in a car for hours a day going, like being basically shepherded around places. So we didn't want to do that. But we're thinking now that a guide would be very helpful uh, in situations like that. That and it'll give you a better lay of the land. Like in an underdeveloped country that you've never been to, you know, finding and knowing where things are, having someone that does that for a living is point out where things are probably going to be pretty helpful. and will probably help you going forward while you're staying there. And we already have the guy. We just haven't used him in this capacity, but it's the friend of a friend I mentioned. Um, she had a friend who'd been here for a while and she met this guy. Uh, we call him uncle Dino. And he's the one that we met him for dinner. Uh, he rented us the bike. Um, he took us around seeing places and then we kind of said, okay, we got our bike, we got our place, we'll, we'll talk to you soon. Um, but actually, he's, he would be very helpful in situations like yesterday. So we're going we're gonna to go with him probably to the next few places. And it, yeah, it'll, it'll work fine. We just kind of thought we want to be independent. We don't want to be on our own time. But uh, he's pretty chill anyway. So yeah, that's what we'll do. The other thing too, if he's a tour guide and he does that, the people at those spots are probably familiar with him. Mm. so they'll probably say yeah he's there with uncle dino or whatever the fuck they call him yep or at least they can just sense he's a local and they're gonna yeah it's different yeah well it's good stuff um so you're gonna be there a month you said about or is there no like end date really there's no end date yeah uh we kind of decided there's four different parts of the island uh as you might expect west east north and south um we're kind of in the west now we're going to go to the east next and uh we can wait no that doesn't make any sense i was going to say why don't you go go west to east why don't you just go west on a circle i guess we're in we're in the northwest we're going to go to the northeast and then we could go to the southwest and the southeast or or vice versa but um yeah we'll see uh could could be a month could be less could be more that's nice that takes a lot of pressure off the whole thing or oh we only have until this day and then just having that date of impending doom of doing stuff you don't want to do by moving and looking for a place again just being able to enjoy it and go when when you're ready to go when you when you're sick of it once again you're a step ahead of me chris that's what i do that's that's great because um yeah that's what we're doing we're in this place like i said it's really nice we feel comfortable here and a lot of people they come here and they say okay we got four days let's see all the waterfalls um we booked four days or yeah i think we booked four days but yesterday was tiring and we still got a few more places we want to see but i said let's stay here for like three more days tomorrow i want to do pretty much nothing i got the podcast in the morning we're just going to relax today and and like you said yeah we 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 got time to do that so it's it's way better yeah going on your own on your own time because there's a lot of times you're like i wish i spent more time here spent more time there and I guess you're in a situation where you're hunting where to live. You're not tied anywhere. Why not see what it feel what it's like to live in these different places? See if that's something you and your lady want to do. Lady, your lady. This place is pretty wild, man. Um, I thought of you because you always use that word, wild. Yeah, it's wild. There is because people might be surprised to hear that Bali is 
fairly westernized. It's like you're not going to have any problems there. Um, they got they get pretty much everything you'd expect in a normal rural U.S. town or even more built up. Like there's there's a few McDonald's in Bali, right? Yeah. All sorts of convenience stores, bigger grocery stores, Wi-Fi everywhere. The roads are pretty good. Here, there's um, we've seen like one what we would call proper restaurant. Um, most of them are just like kind of food side huts or stalls. Um, there's almost no convenience stores. They're just like small, again, like mom and pop stores. One of the most common businesses here seems to be selling gasoline. Really? Um, yeah, most of, actually all, every time we bought it so far, and it seems like it will be every time, you just buy it from people on the side of the road who fill water bottles with gasoline. It seems like that's their job. They, they go to the gas station at some point, they fill a bunch of water bottles with gasoline, and then they're ready for you when you need it on the side of the road. Um, you see that in is, Bali too, but it's so much of it here. I mean, that's wild. <laughs> I mean, there's no it's other wild. way to put that. You looked way cooler when you set it though, because you were like this arm up and you were like to the side with the mic, like, just thinking, man, that's wild. It's like, Kyle <laughs> looks way cooler when he says it. Matthew McConaughey esque. Yeah, exactly. And you got the long flowing hair. Mm. Look how fucking relaxed you are. You love it there. Look how relaxed you're sitting right now. I feel I feel pretty relaxed. Yeah, yeah you're gonna want to tune into the YouTube. Just see how cool Comic Collector Kyle is at the moment. Oh, come on. Yeah. So YouTube.com/slash Dopey Negative Thought. Yeah. Gotta start oh, pushing. That's probably enough. That's probably enough of me rambling on. And you gave me way longer than the truce was originally agreed on. So thank you. You can you can fall asleep now if you like, or or you can just you can just tell me how you're doing. Do you think we should kill that bit? We bring it up pretty often. Maybe we'll give it a rest. We'll do a callback in like 10, 15 episodes. I don't know. The thing is, like, I like it. But People it, like it, the hits. It, Play the it hits. It became compulsory. Yeah. It's not even like I'm forcing it in there. It's just. I'm okay with it, actually. All right. Um, I don't know. Just, just do it if it feels right. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. We did cut the dick check in. Uh segment completely out. Justin's fault? I think it was on its way out after Justin. Yeah. Not not by my uh, wishes. I'm, I'm not happy about it. It just goes to show you we take what our, our fans say, our fans and friends say very literally. And we... Yeah, uh, I, I got it. I think I got a UTI right now, just so you know. <laughs> you haven't told me about it? <laughs> just, just so you know. <laughs> I was I was waiting, giving the time to, for you to actually say no. I really do have a UTI right now, but you didn't. I do. Oh, really? Yeah. You drinking cranberry juice? Is that what you're supposed to do? If Can you had it, I. W- you can't get. How do you go shopping, like to the store, grocery store? Like, what do you, what are you doing? Are you just getting cows from the locals? Like, oh, I need some ground <laughs> beef. You just go next door to. Whoever lives next door, ten miles away, and you get some cow. Are you trading? Did you give someone cloth? Yes. Do they? They don't accept Venmo. They don't. No, we, we took we took a bunch of cash, and um, there's a restaurant at the at the place we're staying at that we eat at most of the time, and then we just yeah we just go to the there there's like small like I said they're not even convenience stores, but there's just stores. We there is one decent mini mart 
which we went to a couple times. Um, That's crazy. Do you think you'd be comfortable living in an area that underdeveloped for like long term? I could never. Um, I feel like you're different from me, though. I feel like you could for a little bit. I could. Yeah, it'd be a big adjustment period, but after like a month or so, I think you'd get used to it. But that's tough going from somewhere. Like I can't imagine going from where I am now to living where you are currently, and just being like all right with it long term. I just don't think I could. Well, I think that's the thing is, um, I never have to have long term considerations. Yeah, especially because the way they they do things in the in the different parts of the world like there's no six month or one month uh, or one year lease there's no security deposit so i usually just like i've done it on purpose several times when i'm living in a city or something and then i just decide to go live somewhere really quiet i've done it several times and i'll just do it for a month or two and uh yeah i do like it but but yeah i'd rather be back somewhere with with a gym um with with a grocery store there's yeah. no gym, no grocery store, no night. How's the nightlife? I don't think that exists. No. Yeah. Yeah, that guy, Uncle Dino, um, <laughs> she asked him that. She just said, you know, is there, is there a gym around here? And he just said, no. <laughs> no. And, and, and mind you, we've covered, like I said, like maybe 50, 100 miles of area right so there's yeah. just no gym maybe on the island there must be a gym on the island I, I don't know you just gotta bench press like downed trees and stuff yeah yeah you, oh, you gotta take you, some pictures of like you gotta send me some i'm very curious as to like how how you're living right now i want like pictures of you in the city city i guess like the main area if there is a mainland part of that mm. i'm just very interested to see What's going on where you are? And I heard your request earlier. Um, the pictures are on Tika's phone. She takes all the pictures. So uh, we'll, we'll be taking some more and I'll, I'll get you what you need. Okay. And I'll send you those pictures that you requested. Thank you very much. I've been eagerly anticipating those. Yes. So those will be coming. Mm. Um, yeah. So I guess we can pivot a little bit. Um, I'm still running. Still nice. running. Still not boozing on the week, during the week at all. No drinks, just Friday. Diet's a little, little meh. And I had my last therapy appointment, actually. I think that's notable. Not my last therapy appointment with a sp- specific therapist. My last appointment because she's moving on. So now I got to find a new one. That's kind of exciting. So that would be a very easy time or easy excuse to stop altogether. But you did say, I, I got to find a new one. So yeah. you will. Yes, Michelle's been on me. She's like, you better not stop going because she knows exactly how I am where it's like, all right, yeah, I'll set up the appointment. Right. And I still am not sure if I have to call and have them refer me to someone or if they're going to call me. So I'm going to let that ride for a little bit and then I'll, I'll make the call. Michelle will not let me stop going. So there's no worry there. She'll be on me about it. How was the last session? It was good. I feel like it was just like chatting. We didn't really dive into anything. I don't know. I think a lot of our sessions were 
Like we were just kind of like chatting it up, not really like digging deep. So maybe with this new therapist, that'll happen more often. I'm not sure. Yeah, of course. I don't know the situation, but um, I don't think I would. I, I wouldn't really appreciate that. Unless like we had amazing chemistry and I just really loved chatting with my therapist, like kind of seems like a waste to me. Yeah, I don't know. Just always start with, so how's it going? I just talk about what happened during the week and I need someone to like pick and pry to get to the juicy stuff, I think. If no one's picking and prying, I'm not saying anything. I don't do that in everyday life. Are you all right? Oh, yeah, I'm good, yeah. But that's what you do in therapy too. Yeah. I need someone to like huh. pull it out of me. That's interesting. I would, hey, um, it's not that I don't want to share. Maybe it's, I don't know how. Yeah. Yeah. Like how do I get this jump started? I don't know. So it's, it's probably, probably more on me than my last therapist. But like I said, I really, I got a lot out of it still, but. I don't know. It'll just be interesting to see another style, maybe. Yeah, that is interesting. I think um, for me, maybe it was because I was very aware of how much I was paying out of pocket with no insurance. Um, that, that definitely had something to do with it, or maybe it's easier for me in a way to open up, but I would kind of know what I was going to talk about beforehand, and I was trying to kind of, yeah, I, I would go right for the bigger stuff. Yeah. Um, you're just all business because you know how much you're, you're paying for it. Maybe. Do you feel like for you, you don't feel comfortable readily going to that? Or, or maybe you don't even know what it is in the moment? Maybe I don't even know what it is. I, 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 yeah, I don't know. Like, there's obviously a lot of stuff to touch the surface of, like with my family and stuff like that. But I don't. I feel like it doesn't bother me, like what what's going on with them. Like I I don't have like lots of thoughts about it on a daily basis, and that's probably why I don't go there because I feel like oh it's not bothering me. But if someone were to pry a little bit, maybe I would find out more of why it doesn't bother me. Interesting, yeah, because it seems like it seems like you feel like you want to be in therapy. Mm -hmm. But in general, you basically feel okay. You feel like you're not really having any big day-to-day -day issues. So it's almost like maybe you feel that way, but there's stuff that should be explored. Or maybe you're basically okay, and someone would just be an asshole to be picking at you apart. <laughs> like, yeah, like you feel okay, but they're like, how about your dad molesting you when you were six? Do you want to talk about that right now? And you're like, no. No, thanks. I was fine before you brought it up. Exactly. No, but I mean, even stuff other than that, like my anxiety, I, I didn't even mention it in my last therapy session with her. Maybe it was because I knew this was going to be the last one. And, you know, I'll just use this to jumpstart in the next one, some material for the next time I go in subconsciously thinking that. But um, I mean, the anxiety is kind of cooled off. Um since we spoke about in therapy resumes, I think it was episode 61. 
but day to day, or even minute to minute, or hour to hour, second to second, we have so many thoughts racing through our minds. And I don't know, maybe I'm just totally insane, but many of mine are not pleasant. And I find them repeating. And uh, maybe, maybe I could say on the surface, like I'm, I'm okay, but it's not hard for me to pick out a couple things that seem to be running on loop in my mind that are not fun. You don't have that experience or? Now, when you say these things are running on loop in your mind that are not fun, is this something that lasts for weeks, days, hours, months? This thought, is it one, like, like you, the way you described it made it sound like it was a few like single thoughts that keep recurring in your head. Um, some of them are basically lifetime shit. Yeah. Um, and then some of them come and go days or weeks. And, and for example, when I was going to therapy, I would just kind of pick the ones that seemed the most important at the time. Um, some of them were, were kind of the more temporary things. And then some of them were like, okay, let's talk about why I just never feel good enough or, or something like that. Yeah. Um, you know what I'm talking about, right? You must have that. Yeah. I mean, I guess a lot of my current negative thoughts have to do with my weight and stuff. Mm. Those are the recurring, that's the recurring bad thought I constantly have, I guess. So, and just so overall self-confidence. So when you're in therapy, then why wouldn't you bring that up? I don't know. I feel like maybe these are the topics I need to be talking about rather than, oh, I got nervous when Ollie coughed, you know? So I think it is kind of on me. Like, I don't think I ever even brought up the lack of self-confidence I had when I was in therapy at all. I, I don't, I've never brought it up. And the imposter syndrome thing. Because I think about that sometimes too. Where I'm like, oh yeah, I shouldn't have the job I have making the money I make. I'm, I don't belong here. I'm not as smart as these other people that are in this building. Do you think it's like some of it's wanting to appear strong to, uh, to the therapist or, or is it, is it more of that self-consciousness thing? Like you don't want to feel weak or, or, or you just don't want to talk about it or can, can you kind of pin down? Maybe I just been putting on a facade and I tricked myself into believing it too, where I don't need to talk about this stuff because it doesn't bother me. And over time, I just got to a point where I, like, like I said, like two seconds ago, I tricked myself into thinking it doesn't bother me. Yeah. And kind of just being like, oh, these are normal thoughts to have. Yeah. My weight sucks. That's my fault. I have to fix it. That makes me think of something that I've continually realized over over the course of my life is like it's kind of cliche when you when you talk about how everybody's life looks perfect on social media or whatever but nobody's is yeah it's just so true yeah like anyone i've ever been able to get to know on a deeper level 
they might even go through periods like you're talking about, like you, like where you'll maybe even trick yourself that everything's okay. But in a lot of instances, I'll, I'll talk to them. Like I'm talking about my closer friends, basically. Uh, even, even Tika and I had a discussion like this where, you know, how are you? Oh, I'm okay. Really? You, you don't ever have these types of thoughts. Like, like what I just said to you before. And they're like, oh, actually, yeah, I felt awful. I cried or, or whatever. <laughs> Everybody's got that. But we're so many of us are doing that. No, I'm I'm fine thing, and that uh, and that's one of the first things that turns me off in people when they have that. And uh, I feel like I feel like you and I bypass that pretty easily. Yeah, when but, we're chatting, um, I feel like we uh, we have a different like comfort level with each other than we would with a therapist that we see once or twice a month. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. But do you have any, I don't know, maybe I'm just like, a. maybe I'm like that own asshole that I was mentioning, like a, like a therapist asshole who wants you to feel bad. Maybe I'm like that. But when I talk to friends, for example, when I haven't talked to them in a long time and I'm like, you know, how are you? How are you dealing with stuff? And like, Oh, I'm good. I'm like, that's it. Yeah. You don't want Some people just don't want to share. I think it comes down to that too. Some people just, don't want to get into it and i feel like a lot of times people will ask me oh how's how things with your parents and i just don't want to get into it at all i don't even want to talk about it and i think that's that's a defense mechanism blocking it out yeah i I guess that's just like that's the line that i draw between like a closer friend and just almost an acquaintance it's like if you can't you know i get it if if you're talking to someone who's a friend and you ask like once or twice and they say, no, I'm good. Especially if you haven't shared yet, but in a situation like I'm discussing, it's like you're talking for a while, you, you kind of share your own problems. You say, really? Okay. And, and, you, and you still get just the sense that like, you feel like there must be more there. But it's like, no, I'm good. Like, well, why aren't we talking? I feel like we're not talking. Do you know what I'm talking about? You must have people like that. Yeah, so I think in I think certain people don't need to have that little callback, shared vulnerability, one of our former episodes, in order to feel like someone is close to them or their best friend. Like that's not something that's important to them. We like the same stuff. This guy's my best bud. Whereas you prefer someone that's actually going to be honest with you and have these conversations. But if not everyone's comfortable having those conversations because, you know, sometimes they're putting on the facade and treating them like, oh, yeah, I'm fine. That's a good point. Yeah, because everyone's so complex, what they want to share, what they consider a good friend, qualities they're looking yeah. at someone. It's just everyone is so different. Yeah, that's a really good point. Yeah, and, and, and we all compartmentalize in a certain way, too. Like, I'm thinking now, like, I don't expect that of everyone. I definitely have friends where I have no need to breach that type of stuff with. Um, and then I have friends that I do want to breach that type of stuff with. I guess, I guess yeah, you got to figure out who you can and who you can't. That's very simple. Yeah. yeah. And with you, I mean, you take a lot of stock in with people with who you can, and you gravitate to them and consider them closer to you whereas 
the guy that just likes the same stuff you like will probably be like, Kyle's my boy, even though you don't have those conversations. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I guess that's uh, I'll take that into the next therapy session. Open up a little more, get to the deeper stuff. I'll try. I, I think I've said I've, I was going to do that a few times on this podcast and I never did. So maybe that's my uh, homework assignment. When the next appointment will be, I don't know. Hmm. Yeah, it's been a while for me now. Months. Yep. Do you plan on going back? I just don't know how I would. The cost just seems prohibitive. Yeah, that's the bummer about it. Where you are, no insurance and stuff, not taking just better help, maybe better help. Bleep this out. Maybe. Give it a try. You might get matched up with Nick, our good friend, resident therapist, <laughs> recurring guest. Tika said that to me. She said, Why don't you why don't you do therapy with Nick? And I said, I, I don't think he would. I don't think, I think he that can. would be yeah. I'll get a text uh the day after this releases saying I would yeah. love to help Kyle, but we, I know I'm on a personal level now, so I can't. Exactly. Yeah, that's that's exactly what I would expect. Yeah. Yes. So Nick. This is Chris from the future. I already know what you're gonna send me on Tuesday. Yeah, yeah. And Nick, I would I would love you to go deep inside me. I would love you to really just get inside of me mm-hmm. um but i know that our relationship is, is too complicated it wouldn't be professional exactly but sometimes doing a little wrong feels a little right you know yeah if you could just like sh- get deep inside me and then shoot a load of knowledge and wisdom into me mm-hmm. <laughs> it's yeah. too, too far you're not <laughs> i'm trying to think of something to like piggyback off of that but my brain is just turning off i think <laughs> I'm just you're just too aroused yeah no I, I, <laughs> I would think but all the blood's in my penis right now <laughs> so i got nothing rushing up there <laughs> that's exactly it um i think we've been going for about an hour now seems to Something be like that um all right so we'll put a bow on it kyle i'm glad you are settled in at your new spot and you're feeling comfy um thank you all for listening any last words from you kyle I'm sitting very sassy right now. I just realized it because I'm getting ready to like move. And I just kind of put my hand here to get ready. I you guess. got the teapot stance. Yeah. <laughs> only, ah, no. only, only on the YouTube, doubly negative pod. Look us up. Yeah, that's enough for me. All right. Bye. This is life being bound to love.